welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Birdo. Hey, Dragon. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine, as you can tell from my very excited voice, right, yes, Dragon? Yes, you sound pumped. Very excited. I'm so excited. Uh, how was your week, Dragon? It was good. Um, Andrew and I uh, went and visited the Captain America statue, which is in a weird mm-hmm. mall in Brooklyn. <laughs> so that's exciting. <laughs> Very um, odd. Yep. It's in a mall in Industry City. Uh, and then we walked up through uh, Park Slope and Gowanus and into Red Hook and then had like a little day in Red Hook. Nice. Question. Yes. Um, did you know Captain America is from Brooklyn? Uh, well, that's what the statue says. I thought he was from Queens, yes. but obviously I mean, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. The, Dragon, what yes. part of Brooklyn? I'm going to show off my, my super, super knowledgeable abilities. Of knowledgeable abilities? I have no fucking idea where, where in Brooklyn Well, I mean, it's, he's from Brooklyn Heights. And I definitely know that because this isn't the second time we're talking about this. And I looked <laughs> it up before. For sure, for sure. This is all brand new. <laughs> yep. It's not like we already had this conversation and then uh, I Googled it then because I sounded like an idiot. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And now you get to sound like a smart boy. Oh, it's because I am a smart boy. Oh, okay. Uh, what about you? What do you do this weekend? Me? Oh, Jesus. I mean, what do I ever do, Dragon? It's true. Almost nothing. Except uh, this weekend I visited a couple of people, friends. And when I say friends, I mean uh, my chick's friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, basically, one is visiting from England. Oh, fun! And she was like, with her English accent, like, "Oh, I'm from <laughs> London, England." Okay, Bane. <laughs> yeah, that's my English accent. Yeah, it's perfect. So, uh, yeah, and you know, they were visiting, so they were just like checking out Brooklyn. They were like, "Oh, do you want to have lunch with us?" And we were like, "I'm sorry, let me do the accent." Oh, would you like to have lunch with us? <laughs> and I was like. And we're, I was like, I, yeah, that sounds good. And then she was like, oh, okay, we're going to have lunch at Peter Lucas. Oh and my we were like, God. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we might have to skip that one. <laughs> uh, for, for those of you that don't know, Peter Lucas is a, a very expensive, very oh, old Jesus. steak shop. I've been like there, I've been there four, once. Four people would probably ha- spend $600. Yeah, 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 easily. I think Andrew and I Andrew and I went there for an anniversary dinner one time, and I think that we easily spent like 150 to $200 just yeah, for the two of us. and that's with, without alcohol. Yeah. And in two people who don't eat a lot. Yeah. I mean, we got, and, we got uh, like this. Did you get a steak? Yeah, yeah, of course. We got the steak for two, and it, it was delicious. Oh. I mean, it was the best steak I've ever had, to be fair. Um, but uh, Okay, why don't you yeah. ever invite me to Peter Luger's? Because I can't afford it. Nobody can afford it. It it is interesting Nobody to me that somebody it. visiting from uh from England would would go to Peter Peter Luger's. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that they they're like fuck it, let's splurge. We don't yeah. have to fucking live on a budget. So yeah. that was probably part of it. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Well, that's exciting, Berto. I'm glad you got to do that. Should should oh, we? Oh, and then yeah, no, and then the following day. Look, Dragon. I had a fun-filled weekend. This never happens. Can I please just spend? A couple of minutes explaining that I didn't do nothing this weekend. Can I do that, Dragon? Yes, go ahead. All right. So then the following day, uh, I have a, f- a friend of mine. And when I say a friend of mine, I mean uh, mostly a friend of Caroline's, um, <laughs> who, who I met in doing, I met in the jiu-jitsu world. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's moving to uh, Texas. And she was like, um, and she basically was like, oh, you know, I'm going to be leaving in a couple of weeks. So why don't we, like, meet up and get drinks and everything? So mm-hmm. that was fun. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a very exciting weekend, Dragon. <laughs> yeah, great. So much fun. 
so much things happened. <laughs> I know everyone, everyone is now just like, wow, Berto is a cool guy. He doesn't just sit at home doing nothing all the time. That's right, Berto. That's what I've always said about you, that you're a cool boy who does cool, cool things. Cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Should we, should we dive in? I mean, can we just, can I just say one thing? Yeah, go ahead. I'm a little sad that like, since I'm such a cool guy that I was, since I'm going to be having a baby soon, I'm just basically like, damn, how am I going to go on being such a cool guy? <laughs> yeah. So that baby's really going to cramp your social life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Dragon, now we can move on. Okay. Okay. I now give you permission to move on. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Dragon. Uh, I guess we should get started with a little segment we like to call a Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Yes. What did you do on the couch this week? Okay, so I'm going to talk about a few things. Uh, so first, Andrew and I finished um, The Dropout, uh, which is a, a mini-series. It's an eight-episode eight series on Hulu, um, and it is, uh, it, it's about the Theranos scandal. You know the Theranos scandal, Berto? I am well aware of the yes. Theranos scandal. Did you, did you watch the documentary or read the book? Uh, I watched the rockumentary, mm-hmm. and uh, I also remember it happening as the news was coming out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I like kind of do, but not really. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, the I I had seen the documentary. Andrew watched the documentary and also read the book, um, and uh, it it's still really fucking good. I was like, I don't know, this is gonna like retread stuff. Like, I don't feel like I need to like see the dramatized version of this, but it is so fucking good. It's so well acted everything in it is just like i mean the story is kind of crazy so it, it's just i i highly highly recommend the the show yeah and i mean for those of you why don't you give them a quick synopsis of the of the whole theranos scandal rather okay. than just saying it's the theranos scandal you guys google it oh fair enough okay so um basically uh uh this woman elizabeth holmes um dropped out of stanford and created this patent for this machine that would test um do like hundreds of blood tests from just like a single drop of blood um Mm -hmm. and she created this whole startup around it um with this whole lab she raised hundreds of millions of dollars for it um only really to to uh but in reality her her technology didn't work and she just kind of like digged herself into a hole pretending that it did um over and over and over again until everything came crashing down around her um, I mean, yeah, it's, it, by the way, it's far worse than that in terms of like how, how liable she was in terms of like, oh, this doesn't work. Fuck it. We'll just fake the results. Yeah. Fake their, and, and, and when we say fake the results, we mean like real blood tests for real patients, like just straight mm-hmm. up fake the results for those, which like is, was, and, and was promising like, oh, are, are you diabetic with this? So it's like life altering decisions that people would have to make. Yeah. She just like fucking fake them. Cause it's like, well, what's more important is that we just pretend this works. Yeah. Yeah. To, Which to is, keep the train rolling until it will work, I'm sure in her mind. Well, that's that. Like, well, just, that's exactly what she did. Basically, she was like, "Well, it'll work eventually." So, like, this is just a white lie for now. But like, that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it just like, kept going and going and going and snowballing and snowballing. Yeah. Um, and can ahead. I just say my f- favorite thing is that she basically like tricked everyone like and it was what it was really was this is like a a a part from like the girl whole girl boss movement which is like everyone was like yes here's this 
big, strong, powerful fucking woman who's going to become the next Steve Jobs. And then she started, like, wearing sweaters like him and then, like, and getting massive investors. She had, like, fucking, like, like uh, Obama and, and Biden, like, visiting her while they yep. were president and vice president. And then, like, next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, we, we wanted this to be true so much that it, we kind of, like, ignored everything. Yeah, that's a, that is exactly what happened. Uh, it, anyway, it, it's really great. Amanda Seyfried is... Um, so good in it uh i just really really good and um naveen andrews who plays her like partner is is great boothing huh her boothing yeah her boothing exactly yeah he's he's amazing yeah uh i also heard one of your boys is in it too which one Mr. William H. Macy. He is in it, and he's so good in it. William H. Macy really is really good in it. Uh, everybody's yeah. really good. It is very, very well acted. It's it's well cast. Highly, highly recommend. And it's only eight episodes. Like, Ender and I stayed up late last night to finish it. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, wow. You, you stayed up late? You mean, I, like, past 10? Berto, I stayed up till 11 p.m. to finish this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My God. I know. I know. It's amazing. Uh, but anyway, I highly recommend, again, short miniseries. It's on Hulu. Check it out. Um, all right, I'm going to move on. Uh, so the next thing I watched is not literally not streaming anywhere. You like, can't even buy it on, on any streaming service. So apologies. Uh, but we watched the uh, 1979 <laughs> dramatic erotic uh, classic uh, Caligula. Um, uh, classic is a classic <laughs> is not the right word for that. But it is on. a strong word. Uh, so starring Malcolm McDowell and Helen Mirren. If you want to see young Helen Mirren naked. Here is your chance, um, if you can find it anywhere. It is, uh, bro, this movie is only an hour and 42 minutes. If you gun to my head, I would have been like, it's about three hours. (laughs) (laughs) It is so boring. I do not understand how you take a movie that has, like, real sex in it and a ton of nudity, like, literal cum shots, and make it so boring. It doesn't make sense. So I saw this movie... Men, like probably like 10, 15 years ago. And I was like very excited to watch this. And like, oh, like I'd always heard it was so controversial. There's like, uh, apparently the the director like filmed sex scenes with porn stars and like snuck it into the final edit. And um, basically I was watching it. And then at some point I was like, oh, look at that. So much dick and boobies. Yay, this is great. And then at one point it's just maybe 20 minutes in. Or not more than that. I'm sorry. Like 30 minutes in. I was like, I just can't. I can't anymore. Yeah. I can't. I can't. It's just fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is that is exactly correct. That is truly uh, (laughs) the exact right thing for this. Uh, It's it has a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And that's like too high. Rotten Tomatoes has Uh, a 23 percent. And that seems more right. I, I would I would even argue that the twenty third percent who who is the quarter of human beings who saw this and was like oh yes this is very good I, it's fucking horseshit Peter O'Toole's in it I forgot about that it anyway yeah, you, you Tiberius. yeah yeah you're you're correct that um so the actors like Malcolm McDowell and Helen Mirren were pissed because like they didn't know there was gonna be real sex in it like they weren't told you're right it was like snuck in by by the director it, which is kind of insane and a shitty thing to do uh but yeah so everybody basically who was in this movie hated it <laughs> that we're not the porn stars mm-hmm. um i don't recommend it it's just it's pretty it's pretty uh boring like let me just say this i will give it a two out of ten because <laughs> it has male and female nudity but i mean i can't possibly give it anything more than that yeah i agree with you it's it's just not possible 
Um, so I'm going to move on. But I watched it. I'm kind of glad I... I mean, uh, I'm not really glad I watched it. But I, it, I'm, I'm glad I can talk about it, I guess. I don't even know. Even that, yeah. Um, okay. Well, the next thing I'm going to talk about is currently in theaters. Um, so I saw the new Fantastic Beasts movie, the new Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, I didn't really love it, to be honest. Uh, it's currently in theaters. It's two hours and 23 minutes. Pretty much. Ooh, fun. yeah. That's, that's bad for you. And you know, you know what's insane? I, um, I love Mads Mikkelsen. I love your boy. He's one of your thick boys. He's one of my thick boys. I love him so much. Uh, He's just playing Hannibal, but like a witch. (laughs) 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 That's like all he's doing, which like, I love Hannibal, but in, in the context of Harry Potter, it's like jarring and weird. Right. In like that world. I I guess, except like he actually fucking had, uh, what do you call it? He, he like, the, the the movies got like for an older audience to begin with, so I think these these series of movies, the Fantastic Beast movies, are meant to be more adultish. I mean, they're yes, meant, they're meant for adults. Yeah, I I do I do think you're correct. However, I just like hey, I don't know the way the movie starts. I was like, I hate this movie. Like, if, I told Andrew like if I was by myself or I was at home, I would have just turned it off, like because of the way it started. And I really I really really didn't like it. Um, uh, Eddie Redmayne is fine in it. Jude Law's in it. Like it, Ezra Miller's in it. It's like not, it's got a good it's cast. Weird. It's just not. I just don't really. I just didn't really like it. I I so don't of this trilogy. Yeah. I only saw the first one and just was like, this is fucking stupid. And yeah. Then I stopped watching it. Yeah, I, I think that's a smart thing to do. You know, it's funny too because like we were watching it and I was like, Andrew, I I don't remember anything. Like I don't remember anything from the first and second movies. I have no idea who these characters are. I don't know why any of this is important. I I don't I don't have like the the I don't have the the book to fall back on. You know, because like this is obviously like outside of where the books are. So I just was like, I'm lost and I I have no interest in in this. Like I I don't think I would have seen this. Uh, if we hadn't, you know, gone. Yeah, gone uh, I saw it. Gun, gun to my head. Yeah, you. I couldn't tell you what the fuck was in, in the first movie. I and I'm great when it comes to remembering movies. Yeah, but yeah, I could not tell you what fucking happened in well, that. Besides, Eddie Redmayne is acting weird. Eddie Redmayne is acting weird, and also uh, there's that little um, uh, like mole creature that likes gold, and that's it. That's all I got for you, yeah. <laughs> and it's cute. It's cute, um, but but that's it. Uh, so anyway, I don't really recommend it. I I I don't think I'm interested in any more of these like off book Harry Potter movies, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, the, the, I I have just one more thing that I'm going to talk about, and then we can move on to your segment, Berto. Um. So the last thing is uh on Shutter because like you know I have to talk about my Joe Bob. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Again with your Joe Bob. I love my Joe Bob. Again with it. Uh, we watched Frankenhooker. Um, Frankenhooker is a 1990 horror comedy. Uh, it is exactly what you think it's about. <laughs> it is, uh, it is about a man whose, um, uh, girlfriend is killed in a freak accident and he, uh, creates, uh, he brings her back to life using the parts from, um, hookers basically Yes. from New York city, 1990s hookers or 1990 hookers movies supposed to be funny um it's a horror comedy exactly what you think it is i really liked it uh the joe bob was fun because they had on the director and the star to to talk about it oh nice yeah that it was it was really good um so you know i highly recommend (laughs) frankenhooker um let me just say this i saw this movie yeah 
Uh, I saw it a while ago, so I don't remember a lot of it, but I just remember being like, yeah, this, this was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is exactly correct. Like, it, it's one of those where you're like, yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was kind of a fun watch. I wasn't bored at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Plus and it has, get, it, has, get, it has nudity, and it's only an hour and 25 minutes. So there you go. Plus you, plus you, get, plus you get your boy Joe Bob in it. Yeah, and I got, well, with Joe Bob, it's more than an hour and 24 minutes. But yes, I got my sweet, sweet Joe Bob, who I love dearly. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, th- I think that's it, bro. That's all I'm going to talk about. So why don't you tell us about what you watch in a little segment later called Birdo on the Bed. All right, so... Let's begin with a little movie on the Hulus. Uh, it is called A Censor. Mm-hmm. Now, what is this movie about? Basically, it's uh, 1980s, I'm going to guess. And it is a woman who, she's a censor for, like, uh, British, I don't know what you would call it, whatever the British people, because they used to censor their movies. Like, oh, literally, yes. yeah, they would, like, watch the movies, and then the people would give them notes. They'd be like, you have to take this, this, this out, this out, and then we'll give it this rating. Mm-hmm. And um, before they displayed it on British TV. And so she's a person who really takes her job seriously, like, really takes it seriously. And um, then she sees a movie that kind of triggers her because it reminds her of what happened to her sister where she died. And um Basically, uh, you know, hilarity ensues <laughs> as she gets fired, and then it becomes more a little more of like a a horror movie yeah. as she fucking just goes insane. So, um, it was a it was a decent movie. It was like a good six out of ten, but at the uh, it got a little slow in the middle. But um, you know, once the ending started to k- kick back in, it it. It, you know, got exciting again, and then it uh, kind of ab- abruptly ended, which I was like, oh, all right, cool. Okay. I guess. Well, that's fun. But, yeah, it was it was good. It was decent. And Dragon, mm-hmm. only an hour and 24 minutes, so. <gasps> that's the best. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, you know, I, I recommend it if you're, if, you have, if you're fucking, like, moving. If you're basically channel surfing and you're like, I don't know what to watch, and yeah. then this comes up, you're like, you know what? You're not going to lose 94 minutes or it, whatever it is. 84 it's, minutes. It's Rotten Tomato score is 89%. It's, like, surprisingly high. That's, well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's not bad in any way, but I wouldn't say it's, like, oh, yes, you have to watch it. Yeah. But it's, like I said, like, you're not, you're going to watch it, and you're not going to be, like, oh, that was terrible. Okay. So, I, I, I would say that it's one of those where it's, like, oh, people are probably, like, uh, I liked it a little more than I hated it. 80, 89% of people said that. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess that is the Rotten Tomato score. It's either you like it yeah. or you don't like it. Um, okay, so next. Yes. Dragon, mm-hmm. who's one of your favorite of all the Thick Boys? Well, yes. You, did you watch Henry, something? <laughs> Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> okay, now I watched a little TV show called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a good four seasons. Dragon, I'm yep. going to sell this to you. Okay? Okay, Number go. Number one, it has your favorite, one of your th- favorite thick, thick Boys. Sorry, uh-huh. I, I don't know why I'm talking over myself like that. One of your favorite Thick Boys, Henry Zabrowski in it. Number two, the episodes are 11 minutes long. <gasps> so, uh, now, here's the thing. Season one, just d- bite down and just go through it, run through it, because season one is not that good. It's kind of bad. Like, it, they don't really have a direction as to what they're doing. They don't yeah. understand the show yet. Yeah. Um, and then by season two, I think they figured out what they're doing. Okay. Uh, and basically what it is is, like, Hell is a corporate office type, <laughs> and Henry Zabrowski is a demon, but it's kind of like everyone's just a fuck-up, and <laughs> Satan has to constantly, like, get people in there, but he's also a bit of a fuck-up. It's it's really, like, interesting and funny. Yeah. 
especially the later seasons, like where they go to is like really funny and what they're trying to do. Um, nice. So I'm gonna, I, 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 I'm going to jump back into this. I watched, I watched a couple episodes of the first season and you're right. It's like, ugh, it's a little rough. Um, yeah. They, they didn't know what they were doing. They, yeah. they, they didn't have an understanding. And then uh, let me just say this, like Henry Zabrowski is clearly the main character mm-hmm. and like, not clearly, but he's the main character. Uh, but, um, I think in, by the time that the second season starts, they realize that Satan is actually the m- more interesting character. Mm. So it's it's mostly, say, if Henry Zabrowski is number one, Satan is the number two character, rather than his intern, which honestly, I didn't really like his intern that much. Okay, all right, fair. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. And then they go to some episodes where, like, there's some episodes where I am laughing hysterically. <laughs> like, laughing hysterically. There's an episode where, where Satan accidentally impregnates Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> And he's like taking the baby around, and it's just—it's so fucking funny. Uh, there, there's one where they, uh, they, they, there's like a conference of all of hell. Uh-huh. So like all the different satans g- come by and like meet up, and then it turns out that there's one real satan, and he's like, it, so the satan that we know of, he's not really the real satan. Like he's <laughs> just like an underling satan, and then everyone makes fun of him for it. Oh, that's um, fun. That's a that's a yeah. fun premise. I like that. Yeah, it's like they they really figure out how to make it funny, and just most of it is just like Satan is the one who's trying to keep things in order, and then all the other demons are kind of just complete fuck ups and idiots. Yeah. So and it's it's good. It's fun. Cool. All right. So next, I'm gonna talk about a little movie dragon. Mm-hmm. Now. Who's one of your favorite non-thick boys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's that I right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That's right, Jared Leto. Okay, <laughs> and yes, he just made a movie that takes place in the Sony Spider-Man kind of universe. I don't fucking understand. So here's the thing: Sony is like, we're gonna give you back Spider-Man to Marvel, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to promote our Spider-Man <laughs> stuff. Which means that they're just taking all the Spider-Man side characters and uh. trying to, like, turn them into movies. So, Morbius is the living vampire. Okay. He's just a fucking vampire who can walk around in the sun. That's who he is. Okay. And um, they decided, you know what? We're going to give you an entire movie. <laughs> a backstory, a whole storyline, everything. And I was just like, this is one of the worst Marvel <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Well, it's, it's, te- so it's not te- it's not technically Marvel, right? It's Sony, so you, you, that it, makes okay. Sense. I want I want you to ask uh, someone who who knows movies but doesn't know about Marvel movies. I want you to ask them if this is a Marvel movie. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so by the way, sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I would say that is very accurate. <laughs> so can I the tell movie- you, Andrew? Andrew was like, "I'm gonna go see Morbius. Do you want to come?" And I was like, "Hard pass." <laughs> Yeah, and then he probably came back and was like, thank God you didn't come because that was really fucking bad. A thousand percent. And it was. It yeah. was. It was fucking horrible. It was really bad. Like, I, and people were saying this is the worst Marvel movie. I'm like, look, there, there were movies like Man-Thing mm. that were bad, but at least when you turned it on and you stored the production levels on that, you were like, I'm not expecting anything good. And this one, it's like, it has a big fucking budget. I think it's like $80 million. Jesus. And it's like, oof, this is bad. Like makes no fucking sense yeah the the action is bad the acting is really bad and it's like jared leto you lost weight for this like what <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you he seems like a really really difficult person to have on set too based on like it all just, the everything i've heard about him such a fuck he's just an asshole yeah and like honestly it just 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 stop just stop 
Jared Leto. Just just be a normal actor. Don't be one of those guys. Yeah. Don't, like you, you made you're the. Do you even remember that he was a Joker? No one does because everyone was like, "Ooh, that's stupid. Let's forget about that." Did you Did you watch my so called life ever? Um, no, oh. I'm an adult. Yeah, it's no, it's kidding. really I good. Haven't. It's really good, and he's really good in it. <laughs> no, I, I, everyone who's 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 seen it has told me the same thing. So, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, hard pass, Ryan. You made a good choice in passing on this one, okay? Yeah. All right, next. Uh, I saw a little movie. Now, this one is on the HBO Max, and it's called The Empty Man. Now, this was a horror. Horror thriller, I'm going to give it. And, uh, basically, it's, like, it has a long opening. So, it's like, by this movie's like two hours and 17 minutes. Oh, my God. Um, it gets a little long in the middle, but, you know, not so terrible. Uh, the good thing is that it just keeps moving so that you're never bogged down at one point. But basically, uh, it's just about this. It, the 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 opening is completely separate from the from the storyline. So the first like 25 minutes is completely separate than the actual storyline. Okay. But basically, it's this guy. He's trying to investigate like his his uh, an ex of his or someone who, like a friend of his, his neighbor, mm -hmm. is trying. Is her daughter goes missing and he's trying to investigate like where the fuck um, her daughter is. Okay. And as he's doing it, he uncovers this, like, cult who's trying to worship something called the Empty Man. And, uh, yeah, you know, hilarity ensues. <laughs> that's my that's my favorite way to yada, yada, yada a movie. Well, yeah, because it's basically like, I don't want to keep going into it for someone who might want to watch it. But I, I, you know what? I, I liked it. It was a good movie. Oh, Stephen Root good. is in it. I like Stephen Root. I don't know who Stephen Root is. So. Oh, okay. I know Stephen yeah. Root. He's the, my stapler. My stapler. Yeah. You have my stapler? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, and I don't know any of the other actors in it. Uh, no, I didn't either. But yeah, it was a good movie. It was a decent movie. I would give it a solid like six and a half, almost a seven out of ten. That Maybe if they cut, cut out some of the fat, it would be a seven out of ten. But yeah, it's, that's, it's a good, it was a decent movie. It was a good, it was a good find. Mm. Uh, and yes, it was. They did find the empty man. <laughs> Spoilers. So that was fun. Uh, I mean, it did pretty much find it in the first in the first segment. So yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so and it's kind of it has creepy vibes to it. It's really good. I liked it. I well, not really good, but it was good. It was good. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. Um, okay, so now finally, Dragon. Yes. Now you know me, right? I'm a real cute kid. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Uh -huh. And what do I do? I read my little comic books because yep. you know I'm a fucking I'm a forty year old man who apparently is a fucking loser. Yep. But <laughs> uh, so one of my favorite comic books is uh, The Watchmen. And I generally read that mo that book, that comic book, like every couple of years, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, and what I was, uh, while I was on, and I was like, you know, it's kind of, it's coming up time for me to read it again. And uh, uh, while I was on HBO, I found out like, oh, someone like has the comic like illustrated into kind of a cartoonish thing. Mm -hmm. where So it is the comic, but it's a little more illustrated. So it's like. Someone just figured out, like, let me just make this to put content on uh, HBO. <laughs> okay. And so I watched that. And then after finishing that, I was like, fuck, that's really good. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let me watch the fucking movie, which I was about to do for this podcast. But then when I saw it was two hours and 45 minutes, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Too long. Yeah. So um, uh, I just watched it on my own. Uh, so this movie starring Jackie Earl Haley, uh, to girl Malin Ackerman, and one of your thick boys, Dragon, Patrick o. Wilson. Yeah. Um, and also Wilson a bunch of other it? people. I didn't, yeah, and a bunch I didn't of other people that. actually. Mm. Uh, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in it. Uh, Carla, I can I never pronounce her name? Gugini. G I, you know what? 
I got nothing for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, this movie was directed by one of your boys, reckon, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder. <laughs> and let's just say that this is exactly what you would expect from a Zack Snyder movie, which is amazing visuals. Uh, the music doesn't make the music choices don't really like kind of are very distracting. And for the most part, the casting is very good. Uh, the only one I didn't like is Matthew Good was cast as Ozymandias, and mm. it just doesn't it doesn't fit his character honestly. Like, like knowing the comic and everything, it just really does not fit him. Interesting. He, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. I'm not saying that Matthew Good isn't a good actor, but it, he just doesn't fit that character. He's just bad casting for the character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is fucking great in it. Yeah. And my biggest problem is I feel like the the the, the movie doesn't really understand the comic. <laughs> so, which is funny because Watchmen is like this celebrated it's considered one of the greatest comic books ever and anyone who knows anything about comic books say that it's at the very minimum in like the top three of greatest comic books yeah um, and basically the, the whole point of it is hey uh, you should stop hero worshipping people especially superheroes because they're either psychopaths mm. or they're fucking like just insane yeah. Like that. Th- that's th- what kind of a person dresses up to beat up bad guys? Fucking crazy people. So it's basically it's basically like a precursor to the boys. Um, I I think it changed a lot. So it's a precursor to a lot of comics afterwards mm. because it really started to take a look at like yeah, it's, like think of the boys, but like from the eighties. Okay, that's fair. Because uh, it's it really started to look at that and then being like, well, what is an actual superhero like? And it's basically this godlike person who doesn't give a shit about human beings. Yeah. So he barely like barely cares. Like apparently he's like, yeah, nuclear war seems inevitable, and they're like, why don't you stop it? Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, like he, and then you have the, some of the superheroes, like the comedian. His whole thing is like he—he's just like, no, the world is insane. So the only way to to really live in this world is to laugh at, laugh with it. Mm-hmm. And then you have other guys, other people who are like Jackie Earl Haley, who's basically—he's uh, the Rorschach, who's like, oh, uh, there's only gray. There, there's no such thing as gray area. You're either a good guy or a bad guy, mm-hmm. and everyone is bad guy. So I should be—it's—I have no problem like breaking fingers breaking into people's houses, like, uh, fucking shooting, killing people and hurting everyone. Like, it, it's so, it's so great how they, tra- how they portray everything in the yeah. comic. Yeah. In the movie, it's not as much. And then, again, it gets into these hero worship where it's like, there's these action scenes. And I'm like, there shouldn't be action scenes here. This is not the point of the movie or the <laughs> comic book. Did you, did you watch the show that was on, uh, what, what, the what, HBO? Years? Yeah, yeah, a few years ago. Yes, I did. Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, I liked it, but I felt it was, again, it was different than what was originally the comic. But mm-hmm. I, I liked it as a continuation. as like, this is something later on. Yeah. Uh, but again, it was like, all right, it kind of just ends. Like, I, don't, I don't remember how it ends, but I remember really, really enjoying the show. I thought the show was really good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a fucking classic. Uh, I would recommend you read the comic. Mm-hmm. The movie is, like, great for the visuals. And uh, honestly, like this is something uh, like this. This movie, this comic, is something that's better suited for like a a miniseries and not a three-hour movie because yeah. they have to rush so much in order to just fit it into three hours. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I I should read the comic. I've you know for years and years I've been saying I'm gonna read it and I just haven't done it. So maybe maybe I should now. Well, 
if only you had a BFF who has the comic. <laughs> I bet. I'm would, sure we have the comic in I'm, our apartment. I'm 100. <laughs> I'm 100. Andrew somewhere has a comic. You should read it. I, I really think you would enjoy it particularly. Yeah. yeah. Because it's filled with so much backstory, uh, and that's really one thing I truly, truly love about it is like they don't just tell you what happened, but then there's like backstory to everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's a, it's almost like a movie. It's almost like this movie is like the third movie of a trilogy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like that. That's what the comic is like. It's like the third. You're re- you're watching the third movie of a trilogy, and then they're like showing hints of what happened in the past of the past. Sorry. Okay. Interesting. Uh, all right, Dragon. Yes. That's pretty much everything I watched this week. Okay. So why don't we move on to our final segment? Okay. Sounds a good. little segment we call Dragon at the Movies. Dragon. Yes. You got to choose. What did we watch this week? Okay, so this week I chose, and uh, I chose a, a little movie from 2020. Uh, it comes in at an hour and 18 minutes. On, it's on HBO Max right now, and it is called Shiva Baby. Um, Berto, I, I chose this movie because I wanted, I, I, it was not a thing that I thought you would watch on your own, uh, but I kind of wanted you to see it, and I wanted to hear your thoughts about it. Uh, so, so yeah, you want a little breakdown of it? Uh, I would love a breakdown. Okay, so Shiva Baby is essentially about this um, uh, young woman who's about to graduate from college who is uh, is working as a sugar baby, um, and she runs into one of her clients at a Shiva where her like family is at and her ex girlfriend's at and all this other stuff, and uh, hilarity ensues basically. <laughs> I mean, that is an excellent description. Can yeah. I just say that? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean, again, it's only an hour and 18 minutes. So, like, <laughs> I can't fuck it up that bad, you know? Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, reading the synopsis for this, or just hearing about what it was, because I knew what the movie was about before mm-hmm. we even, like, discussed it. Um, and because I heard good reviews about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I was surprised that it was basically, it all took place in one setting. Mm. I thought that it was going to have different settings. So I was actually very surprised by the fact that it was all take it all takes place during uh like someone what do you call it a shiva? A shiva, yeah. Yeah. So and basically just like the, uh, a funeral, someone died if you will. and then they they well it's not at the funeral but no. it's at the the morning or whatever. The the, the party afterwards where <laughs> everyone just goes and dressed in black and eats. Yes. The reception, I guess, the funeral reception. Yeah. I'm going to call it the party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, no, I was very surprised that it all takes place in that, during that. Basically, one, it's just one afternoon. Yeah. Um, okay, so you want to talk about this, Dragon? I, I do want to talk. Well, I want to, what, what are your, what are your overall thoughts first? Because, I, again, I, would you, I want to know, one, would you watch this movie if I didn't request it on the podcast? And two, what your overall thoughts were? I probably would have watched it some point in a cup in like a few months from now, and I would have watched it as like, oh fuck, fine, I got nothing else to do, and then I probably would have been like, wow, this is really good. Why didn't I fucking watch this before? <laughs> it's it's one of those movies where like it, it for some reason in my head it's homework, but yet at the end after I finish watching it, I'm like, wow, that's really good. I don't know why I, why I thought this was homework. <laughs> <laughs> right? It is so. Yeah. So Andrew and I saw this movie at uh, one of the little theaters down the street uh, during like a screening of it when it first came out. And I had no idea what it was going in. Zero idea. Mm -hmm. I went in completely blind and we were watching it and I was like, man, this is like the uncut gems of young (laughs) 20 something sugar baby. Oh, yeah. That is a great description because there are points when she can just like. So the whole thing is that like basically the her sugar daddy is at the funeral. Yeah. 
and constantly is getting and you what, what's great is that you start to learn more and more things and at some point you're just like man she should just if she just left it would all just be fine she could just leave be like hey i, I gotta go i got something something just came up i, I gotta leave thank or you like, so much or literally she, like i'm not feeling well you know like my top my stomach kind of hurts a little bit i should just probably go like yeah anything but instead she just goes like you know what what's the worst decision i can make right now and then just keeps doing that <laughs> Like over and over and over again. It's a, it's a, it's really funny too because like you see, I, I, I think actually the villain of this movie is her sugar daddy because he also um, just, he does not do a good job. I Let me just say this. This is the movie about two terrible people. <laughs> and then as the movie progresses, they keep one-upping each other. Not that they one-up each other as to who's the worst person, but it's more like, like they keep you keep finding out more and more and then you realize like wait a minute who is the worst person here because <laughs> so when you when the movie starts at first um you see them together and mm-hmm. then as the movie moves on you're just like man she's just she's just an asshole at first i was like oh man i'm not gonna like this movie because she as the person who's the he, quote-unquote hero of the yeah. story like you're following this person who's a fucking asshole and i'm yeah. like man i'm not gonna like this and then the more they show about uh max yeah. i'm like wow he's an asshole and then they go show her and i'm like wow oh they're just one up on each other in the and the asshole thing it's it, it 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 is very very true well for me i danielle is like it's not that she's an asshole she's just kind of a spoiled young woman yes yes oh my god the the scene when they first introduce the, well the, uh, the parents and so by the way can i just say i fucking love these parents oh my this. god i love them so much because it was so realistic that you have these parents who you can tell they can't stand each other but at the same time they're like i would never fucking leave this man <laughs> yeah you can sure. tell like the the wife is like you are fucking useless you're senile you're an idiot you <laughs> you, you have all these problems and if someone came up to him was like why don't you why don't you why don't you leave him she'd be like are you fucking crazy i love that man <laughs> Yeah, and how, he dare, would be the same how thing. dare you? How dare you even insinuate that? That's disgusting. Yeah. And, and he would be the same way. Like, fuck you. That's my fucking. Like, these are people who bicker and argue in the corner. And the uh, second you like someone like says something about like like the wife, he would like he would fucking punch that person in the face. Like, you don't insult my fucking wife, you piece of shit. Like, that's the that's the couple I have. And as I kept watching this, all I kept looking, I, I was watching with uh, my chick. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, this is us. <laughs> like 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 just the, the the bickering but you can tell that it's like a loving bickering yeah and like him constantly forgetting things and her making fun of him him for forgetting things yeah. <laughs> and but anyway okay sorry i i, I must go back to their first meet their quote-unquote first meeting when they're introduced <laughs> by the parents it's uh, so Max awkward. And Danielle. It's so awkward. Well, it's it's also you know it's really funny about it to me. I was like Danielle, you gotta Google your clients just like a little bit. Like you gotta like. Figure but you know she's out. not going to. I know. I know first off, you like, find out that like he because this is why I was like, man, I don't like this character was when they first met because this is when you find out like exactly how much she's been lying to him, mm-hmm. saying that like, oh, this is to help my my college it's a, it, for be it, a lawyer. Yeah, it's to help me through for, through law school is <laughs> she's doing this for which like, and to, then, OK, here's the thing about this, though. To me, I'm like, well, you're like paying this woman for sex. So who the fuck are you? Like she can lie to you all she wants. Who cares? Like. What but also, expect? he's probably like it's because he's not he's they're not just he's not a prostitute. No, no, that's the thing. She's not paying for prostitution. He's paying for her company, and he's just like you're my sugar mom. They're, yeah. you're, like I I understand the agreement. Like I pay you, and then you're my sugar baby. Yeah. 
And, but I'm sure part of the conversations were like, oh, so why do you need the money? And it, all she had to say was like, oh, you know, I'm going to college. Yeah. She didn't have to make up these fucking lies about like, I'm going to law school uh, and I need to, to pay my bills and this and that. And then the parents are just like, oh, well, bills. <laughs> Don't worry. She'll learn about bills when she leaves college for her gender study fucking degree. <laughs> And immediately I started laughing because gender studies is like that degree that's like fucking useless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I was like, this is fucking great. She's going to college for a useless degree. And then this guy's like, you fucking told no wonder. Even you know how stupid the degree is that you wouldn't admit to me um, that, that it's a gender studies degree. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, I like I like in this how much like she's like constantly nagged by her mom and her dad. Yeah. Just, like, and also the amount that like so they're at like a family event right like she's like related to the woman that died by some like you know who knows someone by something and something yeah like that. there's like six degrees of separation between her and the, the person that died but like it's a you can tell it's like a close-knit community of jewish people and like you know maybe on long island yeah <laughs> seemingly um and uh i just love the amount that literally every single person is just gossiping it's nothing yes. but gossip it's all gossip every single side character besides because the, the whole thing is danielle the the main characters are danielle mm-hmm. her ex which is maya mm-hmm. and her her sugar daddy which is max and then, and then basically, you have a couple of side characters like uh, the parents yep. and then the wife. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's it. That's all. That's all the main characters. That's all the speaking roles. Every other person in this in this movie, it just <laughs> comes up to them and immediately starts gossiping about something. It's so like, good. That is their entire thing. Like, oh, who's that? Oh, this person does that. Don't you know that? Like, it shows like why. How she's trying to keep a secret in a community that, like, has zero secrets because everyone knows everyone else's bullshit. Mm -hmm. And And then also, yeah, sorry. um, uh, You also find out through just gossiping. You find out so much information just through the people's gossip. You find out that Max is, like, fucking married. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? He's (laughs) married? Like, this motherfucker. Because that's why I was like, at first I was like, man, I really don't like fucking Danielle. I'm going to hate this movie. And then when you find out the fucking shit about Max... That he's married and has a kid. He is married, has a kid, and then is waiting for another kid. And on top of that, he doesn't have any fucking money. Like, it's all his wife's money. Oh, that was my favorite part. When you find out that, like, his wife is actually the breadwinner and he's just, like, fucking around. What did he call him? Like, a man of leisure or something? Or a man of luxury? He has expensive tastes. And he's like... And he like makes up the lie that like him and his and his friends are constantly going to get expensive uh, expensive lunches. Yeah, they're foodies. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. I love and that they, like, they I love that he has like a bachelor pad in Soho. He can use whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, for real. And it's fucking oh my god. Like that that like that little thing won me over immediately where I was like I, I was like, fuck, I'm gonna hate this movie because she's such a like such an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then immediately it was like, Oh, he's even worse of an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into becoming an even worse asshole and then they just keep one upping each other. <laughs> well, it's funny because like I, I had I don't know, I, I had a lot of sympathy for Danielle. I as like a I I was like, yeah, sometimes when you're 22 and you like don't really know what you want to do with your life and your parents are like kind of weirdly overbearing, you just like kind of want to rebel a little bit and maybe you do some stupid shit and like this is one of the yeah. stupid shit things she does. Which which is fine, but like she then was like, "Oh, I need money for a reason." And is fucking just straight up lying to people about why she needs the money. I don't Meanwhile, it's like if she was just like, "Oh, you know, I I need it for my personal expenses." It would be like, "Yeah, that makes sense. She's literally doing this for nothing because her parents pay for everything yeah well i i took it as like she's doing it as like a form of a form of rebellion and a form of like a 
I don't know, just like trying to like get some control over her life because clearly she has very little control. Like her parents pay for everything, which is great, but that also means she probably they have a lot of input into what she's doing, right? So um, I think this is a way for her to control stuff. I think it's just something that she can have that her parents don't know about because yeah. they even point out that like, oh, you you had a girlfriend, uh, Maya, and the mother's like, oh, you know, I look how progressive I was. I was okay with that. Yeah. It was it's just like, a phase. It was just, yeah. And she's like, my, there's not fucking just a phase. I'm bisexual. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You'll find a nice Jewish boy. But it, it's just some, something that she can have that's just her own. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I took it as. Yeah. And, which, which like, I, I fully understand. I, don't, I think, like, look, I, her lying to the, her sugar daddy, I'm like, whatever. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. I don't think that's that um, big of a deal. I didn't see it as a big deal, except the fact that, like, she was making the lie worse and worse yeah. by making herself seem better. Yeah. She was saying that she was going through law school and that it had to pay for this and pay for that. Yeah. And it was like, suddenly it's like, well, now now it's not just like you're lying because she could have just said, like, oh, I need it for, for like, fucking whatever. I needed to pay rent. Yeah. And, like, that would have been one lie. But the fact that she just keeps saying more and more lies, <laughs> it was like, oh, this isn't just, like, she's lying to not tell him something. She's just lying to make herself feel better. Yeah, well, she she definitely, yes, she is definitely doing that. She's definitely dig- digging herself a hole uh, that she'll, like, never get out of, essentially. Yes. Although, I, I, you know, if these two worlds hadn't collided, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if the, he didn't know, apparently he was also in this tight-knit community. <laughs> so, so fucking funny. Although he married a shiksa, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which, like, I and assume I like, could say. <laughs> I, uh, yes, because it, it literally just means someone who's non-Jewish. Right? Okay, good. I, lo- I googled it. Okay, thank you. So it's, it, but, and yes, it's a, bad, it's a bad term, but I guess since you are that bad term, you can say it. Okay, I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with yes, too, because I don't fucking know anything. <laughs> And by the way, uh, we're going to get canceled next week, apparently, because you are anti-Shiksa. Oh, yes, I am. So yes. thanks you so much, Dragon. Even though I am one. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that, that girl, by the way, who plays, who plays the wife, um, she's in Glee, which is where I know her from. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, my, I, my, my favorite was when uh, she shows up to the party because, like, she, the babysitter got sick. And then Danielle immediately starts, like, shit-talking her. She's doing gossip against the, uh, the, that fucking character. What was the character? Uh, Kim. Kim, yeah. She's the, the wife. She yeah. starts shit-talking Kim to her ex-girlfriend. And her ex-girlfriend's like, what are you talking about? That's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I, I read, and she's I, like, yeah, but you know, she she's like pretending like she's it's like she's the fucking she runs three businesses. She's a fucking girl boss. She's like the greatest person I've ever heard. She is my goal to be in life. Yeah, really, legitimately. <laughs> and, and because Danielle is so jealous that she's just like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> It was Maya, so great. It, it was Maya who said it. Maya, and she was like, she's not even that pretty. And Maya's like, Malibu Barbie isn't pretty. Like, that was such a good line. There are so many good lines in this in this movie. I, I That's like all I wrote down. I only wrote down good lines. <laughs> um, all right, Dragon. Mm-hmm. Did you... Uh, did, uh, I have one question. Yes. Now, it, do you think it was the self-sabotage that made her sex those pictures? Yeah, a hundred percent. She she was just like she was like, how can I fuck this up even more than it's already fucked up? Or how can I like try and uh, I I really think it's like how can I get a little bit of control over this situation and like let me do something ridiculous and act out. Yeah, because like I was literally like, what? Why is she doing this? <laughs> and then like he gets the pictures later on, and it's almost like a dragon. She is a person who fucking loves drama. Have you ever met those people? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, of course. I, of course, of course I have. Like of course before, I like, have. Are you, are, you, are you talking about me? <laughs> um, yeah, like you, you've met people like that, right? Yeah. Where it's literally just like, oh, I love, I, oh my God, I hate drama so much. I hate drama so much. It's like, then why are you always around drama? Yeah. And then why are you shit talking literally everybody? What, you, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah you're right. She is, she is exactly like that. Um, yeah, and she like I th- so I honestly thought that she she was gonna she took some titty pics, mm-hmm. and then I was like who like my big question was who is she gonna send it to, <laughs> and then I thought what was gonna happen was she sends it to the wrong person, but I guess she meant to send it to Max. Mm, yeah, I think I think she meant to send it to Max. I, I guess, but then it looks, I guess it just came at the wrong time, but whatever. I think no, I think she was just trying to like be like. Uh, don't fuck with me and don't tell my parents anything because, like, I'm going to incriminate you, maybe? I don't know. I thought I, it was I just, like, a self-sabotage or control thing, but it, maybe it's that. It's just, I guess it's something that made sense in her head, but I, I honestly, it didn't make sense to me. Well, you're like, you're you're right, though, because she just makes bad decision after bad decision. So, like... And then, yeah, and then, and then I, you know why? Because that was the first time it was like, wait, why are you doing this weird, this bad thing? Yeah. I, it was probably, like, later on that I realized, like, oh, she's just a self-sabotager. Yeah. She the moment she could easily just get out of this, but she just decides to just stay in it. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Well, the, and then there's that scene where she's like she like pushes him in the bathroom and like gets on her knees to suck his dick and he's just like nah and leaves. Yeah. And it's another and he's a it's good just, man, Dragon. He's a good man. Okay, okay. He stood there for quite a while. Let's not pretend. He's a good man, man, Dragon. He, Stop <laughs> sabotaging a good man. Uh, what do you think that conversation was like with his wife later on that night? <laughs> oh, it is just like, what the, so this is what you've been fucking doing with my money. Yeah. It's that conversation. And he's just like, no, you don't understand. It's just, you know, with the kid and everything. It's just, I, I don't know. I got seduced. We, it was just a mistake. And I just kept going with, you know. Like, I would, I'm, I would cut that man off of his money so fucking fast. <laughs> so fast. you divorce him, Dragon? You know they're getting divorced. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they're yeah, getting they, divorced. They, they established her as a girl as a girl boss, so she's she's just like no fuck this. We're we're I'm not gonna talk about this now, but we're gonna the moment we get home, we're gonna talk about this, and then we're we're gonna get divorced, and I'm gonna fucking raise this kid on my own. Cause <laughs> fuck you, that's why. Oh yeah, both well, these kids. I I imagine I imagine that uh that it's a uh it's one of those things where she's like I'm gonna have a good lawyer, and you don't have any of your money on your own, so good fucking yeah. luck. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna prove much. that you cheated, and you're gonna get jack shit from me, and that'll be it. Yeah, but that's all stuff that's going to happen later. But, yeah. but basically, now it's like we're going to have to just sit here and pretend we're not angry at each other <laughs> until this is fucking days over. That car ride at the end was so fucking oh. funny. It's, oh, it was so fucking perfect. It's just it's just like a whole bunch of people who are just like forcing this weird nicety in, in, into like I, it, it was like it was like being polite for polite sake when it like absolutely doesn't make sense to do what you're doing. And, I, and, and it's just so awkward. I loved it. Yeah, and I love the dad who was just like, oh, I might have overbooked it. <laughs> and then immediately he gets in the car and he's like, wait a minute. I, I, and then she's like, and the wife's like, did you forget your phone? It's like, no, I have my phone. But, and then it's like, obviously he forgot something else. It's the keys. He couldn't find the keys. And they're just like all <laughs> sitting in there and there's a baby screaming. A it's baby so screaming awkward. in literally any scenario makes it, makes the anxiety level of like three notches higher than it would be. Yeah. And it's just so quiet because it's such an awkwardness where it's like, oh God, they were all fucked. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so fun. It's such a good ending. I really like that ending. Yeah. I, I, um, I agree with you. Uh, and then fucking, what's it called? Uh, bef- I'm sorry, before we get to that, like, 
I love how the wife starts to figure everything out, mm-hmm. which is at first she just sits, she's like realizes like, wait a minute, how do you know each other? Yeah. And they both can't get their lives straight. And you can tell like she's sniffing it out immediately. And then when she sees the bracelet, it's like, oh, I know what's fucking happening here. That piece of shit. Yep. Like, I, I, that's when I thought she figured it out was the fucking bracelet when it was like, oh, fuck you. Oh, for sure. I see what's happening. I mean, she knew something was up immediately, I think, when they were, like, acting really weird and staring at each other the whole time. But uh, the bracelet, I think, really uh, clinched it. Yeah, they had the same fucking bracelet. Mm-hmm. And then it was and then it was just... The, then the my favorite... Not my favorite part, but probably what it was was, like, um, they had that conversation with each other mm-hmm. where they're like, I think we should just end things. And there was like, yes. And then they, like, realized, like, wait a minute, there's fucking people in this room. <laughs> And, and I loved it because the old woman was like, uh, like, you see her standing there waiting for the bathroom. And then she's just like, oh, you have to speak up. I can't hear. And you're like, oh, OK, they're safe. And yeah. then they turn around and the wife is just standing right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, these fucking idiots don't stop and look around before they have a conversation. Have but I also, that's her, that's her fucking character, right? Like yeah. when her and her ex started making out. Like, they, they, like, in their head, they're like, well, this is supposed to be a secret. But yet they're making out in the middle of fucking everyone. So fucking stupid. It's, it's very funny. I also like how every older woman in that whole place knew that they were a couple at one point and that they, like, people, everybody wanted to keep them separated. Like, it's just. Yeah, yeah. It's the, so funny. Those moms gossiped like no fucking other. It's so funny. It, yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it was so good because, like, everyone everyone knows each other's secrets but then pretends like they don't. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how many people do you think knew that Max and fucking uh, Diane were... Diane were... Danielle. Diane, sorry. Danielle were, were crushing puss. Dragon. I don't know. I think I think that... I don't think anybody knew in that moment, but I think in uh, the next event, it's going to be all anybody's going to talk about. That's all... It's just going to be their gossip. Yeah. Like, oh... Did you know Danielle? She, uh, she, she, she lied, and she said that she was, uh, she was, she, she was uh, going to college, and she was pretending to be Maya for some reason. Yeah, yeah that definitely, definitely happened. Uh, I, I also, I one of one of the things that I loved about this is how much the, how much the mom is like, look, I know you're fucking, and it's fine, but you yeah. know, you just want to find a nice boy. To, da, da, da. Like, there's a surprising amount about her sex life that like everybody knows. <laughs> I, I loved one character who was like, make sure you, like, have sex with at least 10 guys yeah. before you settle down. <laughs> she, she was also my favorite. Like, you got that little body. You got to use it. I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent advice. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, and then my here's the thing I don't understand. Okay. So Danielle and Maya, they're going to get back together because they're like, oh, we broke up. I don't know why they broke up. They just fucking were like. I don't know, whatever the fuck it was. It's obvious, like, my guess, Danielle did something to fuck it up and then sure. just wouldn't fucking apologize. Absolutely. That's my guess. 100%. Maya, Maya, the girlfriend, seems like she's got her shit together. For sure. She, <laughs> whereas, she definitely does. Whereas Danielle seems like a spoiled fucking brat who's going to complain about every little piece of shit that happens to her. And she's going to, um, well, you know, she's going to do things to sabotage whatever relationship they had. Well, so yeah. here, here's the thing about their relationship. It... it I, I feel like this is like a very like teenage girl relationship when you've been friends with somebody for so fucking long and like you just both are like an old couple like you know you push each other's buttons you know everything about the other one and like sometimes those relationships are hard it, like they're difficult to maintain and they're difficult to navigate and I, I definitely like had relationships like that when I was a teenage girl you know where you're just like you really love your friend but also like you kind of hate them and you're not sure why. 
I feel like you're talking about me right now. And I'm not talking about, about you. our friendship. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I push your buttons all the time and just annoy you 24-7. And you're like, this fucking asshole. Why do I have to be friends with him? I mean, yeah, I guess you're not wrong. But uh, no, it was. it's very much It's a very much a teenage girl kind of relationship that they're trying to navigate, like, becoming adults and, like, keeping it. <laughs> so you're saying you don't think they're going to wind up as a couple. But they are going to stay friends for most of their lives. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be like the old ladies gossiping uh, at the at the shiva in like forty years. Yeah, yeah for and sure. at some point, someone's going to be like Danielle and Maya. They used to be great friends. I don't know why they didn't get married. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> but they just, I guess they just, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand gay people. So I guess they just decided to be friends. I don't know. You know what? I don't know that world. I don't know that world. Uh-huh. That's going to be them when they're 60. The, the people gossiping about them when they're 60. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, uh, one of my, one of my other favorite lines, like, on you know, apropos of nothing is uh, Maya being like telling Max like, oh yeah, we went to prom together uh, and then we fucked oh. and she had her first orgasm. And I thought that was hilarious. I, I don't know if that's because she knew they were she was cr- like her Danielle mm-hmm. and Max were Christian puss and I that's my guess I think Maya guessed it I think because so too. she she was like why the fuck is Danielle so angry at Kim mm-hmm. and she was just like oh she's probably crushing that puss yep and that's why she fucking said it to him because she was like oh since you're keeping a secret you might as well know about our fucking world yep. So that's again. Maya seems to be like someone who's got her shit together. Yeah, for sure. And she <laughs> and, and she knows Danielle really well and knows to how to read her and is just like, yeah, there's some there's some sketchy going on here. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Dragon, this is the thing I don't understand. So uh, I was trying to say this before before you rudely interrupted me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Danielle and Maya like make out and then they're like all right I guess we're gonna get back together and then Maya goes to the bathroom where Danielle leaves her left her phone by accident. Mm-hmm. And then starts getting messages from uh, some, some what do you call it, uh, a fucking sugar daddy website. Yep. And I'm like, girl, you didn't lock your phone? Well, it's not. So here's the thing. It, her phone was technically locked, but she had notifications with preview on. That's where I she fucked the up. fuck is wrong with you? Right? And by the way, it was, it's still. Like, I, also, I don't think her phone was locked. Well, I mean, I, Maya says it wasn't locked, but I think Maya, I actually think Maya just knows the passcode because they were like. No, well, BFS. they didn't show her put the passcode in, but when she looked at the preview, the individual messages come up and that only comes up if you don't have it. Uh, uh, what's it called? If you have it unlocked. Okay. Dragon, I know this. Dragon, I don't, me, I, know I, don't this. I don't think you're right, but that's fine. I think trust she just me, had notifications me. on with uh, preview. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. she had notifications on with preview, and it's like, girl, what the fuck is I wrong with you? Turn that off, you you fucking moron. Yeah. Especially Jesus. if you're doing this. Especially if you're yes. doing this. Why are but you so again, dumb? Self-sabotageur. Sabotageur? Yeah, saboteur. Self-saboteurs. <laughs> uh, exactly. And, and then, and then she, uh, my guess, and this is truly my guess, mm-hmm. Maya gave that to Kim, because she's like, oh, okay. I'm going to give this to fucking Kim so that she fucking, just so she knows, look what your fuck, look what this girl is. Yeah. That's, that's how Maya was like, fuck you, Danielle. If you're, if you're going to hurt me by like doing this shit, I'm going to hurt you by <laughs> putting you in this uncomfortable situation. So I'm, that's my guess. Maya gave it to Kim and then Maybe. immediately was like, no, Maybe. no, that's 100% my guess. It's I too coincidental. Think- I, I mean, yes, it's very, it is very coincidental, but I think that would be, that would be surprisingly cruel for Maya to do. Uh, again, someone who has her shit together. Yeah. 
So I definitely, I guarantee Maya and Kim are basically, like, I, I truly think that Kim is Maya in, like, 10 years. Yeah. All right? And I think Maya was like, oh, uh, I see what's going to happen. And I would appreciate it if someone told me what was happening. Yeah. So I'm going to give this to her to let her know, like, it's kind of this solid, this, this thing where they, they, they have this thing together where it's like, uh, I can see that I'm going to be you in 10 years. Yeah. Or my goal is to be you in 10 years. And I would appreciate it if someone did this to me. Yeah. I, so, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I, I am fucking not. Maybe I'm right, Dragon. You maybe say, you're right. 100% I'm right. Uh, I'll give you a maybe. Uh, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, it, it, should, we, should we start wrapping up? Uh, I guess so, Dragon. So um, what do you, do you have? Oh, do you want to wrap up completely? Is there anything else you want to talk about, Dragon? Yeah, I don't think so i mean i think we went through a lot of it i yeah i i uh really i really like this movie i think it's so worth watching so these are your final thoughts yeah yeah, yeah. these are gonna be my final okay. thoughts uh yeah I, yeah I, I i think it's great it's like not a movie that i had heard about before we like went to the theater to see it and i feel like i haven't seen much about it so i was uh i was excited to rewatch it i thought it was it's still like really good the second time around and it's it's just it's funny like i remember in the theater i like there are many times where I like laughed out loud. I, I thought it was great. It's so uncomfortable in such a fun way. Um, yeah, I, I just like really genuinely enjoyed it. Uh, Berta, what about? Oh, and I would give it a uh, Smashly. Obviously, uh, I think it's very good. Uh, Smashly. In, okay. I, yeah. You know, I'm supposed to ask you the question. I know, I know, I but I just like went over your line. Um, so, Berta, what, <laughs> what about you? What about th- final thoughts in your rating? Um, so two things. Number one, I really wish I'd seen this in the theater because yeah. there were a couple of moments and like pauses that I'm like, oh, I would have really laughed like yeah. out loud if, if I was in the theater because that's like I feel myself like I can tell like this is meant for a big audience. Like me sitting alone on my couch, it's, it does I, like I can I can see that it's funny. But if I had seen this in the theater, I would have chuckled a lot harder. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, fuck, I really wish I'd seen this in the theater. But uh, uh, ultimately, I really liked it. I, the, I think the smartest decision they did was to make this all in, happening during basically the, the the funeral party, as I could call it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the one thing you can't do that, that, that they wouldn't be able to replicate anywhere else is like she cannot hide yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And it's like this constant feeling of like being around people. So you have to keep your shit together the whole time. Yeah. Everyone has to keep their shit together, despite the fact that her fucking life is falling apart and his life is falling apart. Like you have multiple lives falling apart. Her, uh, Danielle, Max and Kim's lives are falling apart. Mm-hmm. And like they all have to keep their shit together and be civil. So you can't have that big moment of like Kim confronting Danielle to be like, go fuck yourself. And you see it about to happen. Yep. And then that's when uh, Danielle breaks a vase by accident and it literally saves her. Yeah. Yeah, it truly does. And then she has that little, her own little moment of breakdown and everybody can gossip about it later. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that's, that was very exciting. Uh, But yeah, so I I really like this movie. I would give this a nice eight out of 10 dragon. Hi. High praise, higher praise than I thought you were going to give it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would have given it a 10 out of 10 had there been male nudity and uh, more female nudity. Because yeah. honestly, you get a little bit of side boob, but not enough for me yeah. to give it a point, you know? I agree. I agree with that. There's, there's, for a movie about a sugar baby, there's no nudity in it, really. What are we doing here? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Fair uh, enough. Anyway. We needed some, we need like as much nudity as Caligula had. Not that much. Just, just like a touch. <laughs> just, just a little a bit. Just a touch just of the nudity. a little nudity. touch. Yeah. <laughs> Caligula, you can show, it, it proves that you, too much of a good thing is bad, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but just, just give me a little, a little taste, just a taste, you know? Um, 
do you know the uh, Ma uh, Maya? You know what else she's in? Um, no, but she looks very familiar, and I'm sure I'm going to be like, oh, so wouldn't you tell me? She is in Booksmart. Oh! That I, I commonly call Good Grades, because I think that yes. movie should be called Good Grades. Um, oh! <laughs> and she's also in Good Boys. Did you see that one? Uh, no. It's no, from 2019. It's just like, it's like a movie about these, like, it's like an adventure movie, kind of, that stars, like, twins. Oh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Is in it. Yeah, yeah. Will Forte. That's right. I, yeah. I, I heard it was like the... What was that fucking movie that everyone loved? Um, with uh, oh, God damn it, I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. McLovin with McLovin. Oh yes, 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 yes. It, it is. It is. Uh, it is a la that movie. Um, uh, I can't remember the name Jesus, of the movie now right I'm now. I'm blanking on the name of the movie too. The, come on, Dragon. We we can't end the podcast until we we figured out this movie. Shit. All right. Now now it's really bad. I, I I got it by the way, but I feel like it's more fun to hear you struggle. Super bad. Super bad, thank you. Yes, it yeah. is all that super bad. Uh, but anyway, she, okay. she, she's in that movie. Uh, she's great. I Honestly, I, uh, again, all of the actors in this movie are, are just wonderful. She's yeah. so fun. Yes. And again, I lo delightful. love the parents. The, probably my, my favorite part of this movie were the parents. Yeah. They're, they're fucking bickering and they're constant, like, they're, the way that they are giving out information about all the characters is yeah. fucking great and gossipy and so realistic. God, and the the dad, so the dad's from A Serious Man. He's, he's one of yes. the actors in A Serious Man, which is like, where I probably know him from the most. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking at the mom. I, I don't really know her. I, I recognize her, but I don't really know her. Yes. They. By the way, the, the again, the mom and dad, the most realistic characters of these. And yeah. again, it's like I can, th like I see the characters, and I'm like I picture an entire life of them together, of them just <laughs> bickering back and forth. But again, they just they fucking truly care about each other. Yeah. It's for sure. so. It's such like a real thing. For sure. Um, um, okay, bro. Okay. But, but should we? Should we? You, you want to tell us what we're gonna watch next week? All right, Dragon. So since uh, last week you got to choose, mm -hmm. I get to choose this week, mm -hmm. and I decided since you gave me a night, nice, what, what, an hour and twenty minute movie, I decided. You know what, Dragon? You would be you would be twice as good as that, uh -huh. having a movie that's twice as long. <laughs> Great. So we're gonna watch 1995's Braveheart, <laughs> uh, and now. I had given you a couple of options, mm -hmm. and I literally threw this in there as a joke because mm -hmm. it was like, oh, it's a three-hour movie. <laughs> I gave you the choice of, like, six movies, and they were all three hours yeah. as a joke. Yeah. And then you took it seriously and was like, you know what? I haven't seen Braveheart. I wouldn't mind watching that. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. I would really, I would really enjoy <laughs> watching that because I haven't seen it in, like, 20 years. And, like, my last recollection of it was it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, so this movie is directed by Mel Gibson. Uh-huh. And they agreed only to finance the movie if he also starred in it. So it's starring Mel Gibson, uh, Sophie McCreer. I can't mm -hmm. pronounce that, sure. but she's French. Okay. And Patrick McGuggenheim. <laughs> McGuggenheim. McGuggenheim. McGuggenheim? McGuggenheim. McGuggenheim. <laughs> I don't know. He's Irish. Okay. But uh, I think, Dragon, I truly think you are going to love this movie. I'm really excited. This is like, so this is a hole in my movie watching. I've never seen Braveheart, mm -hmm. but I like know the kind of like meme-ish stuff about it. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to actually watch it, even though it's wildly long. I, I really think you're going to love it because the characters in this movie are fucking great, especially the, the bad guy, mm -hmm. uh, Longshanks. I think you are going to hate him so much that it's going to make you love this movie. Great. He's such a fucking hateable character. Pumped. All right. I, I really think you're going to enjoy this because, again, as we have established before, Mel Gibson is fucking knows how to make movies. All yeah. right. This is going to be our second movie that Mel Gibson has made. Oh, God, I, didn't, he, I didn't even realize that. You're right. 
Apocalypto, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's like it, dude, he knows how to make movies. His movies are long, huh? <laughs> he lo- Well, yeah, but because he, he's probably like, no, we need extra scenes to make sure I do this. And this is all going to lead up until we watch The Patriot, mm-hmm. which, yes, is three hours and is bad, but also still kind of good. Can we hard pass The Patriot? Thank you. <laughs> I, will, I won't make you watch The Patriot. But anyway, this movie is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. So, Dragon... Very excited. Okay. All right, Dragon. Why don't we go ahead and send us off? Oh, oh okay, okay, bye. Okay, bye.